0: Hello sisters, this is part two of my weight loss journey, overcoming gluttony, overeating and finding myself so defeated after COVID. I'm going to give you the three things that I did to lose 55 pounds in six months. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey family! Welcome to God's Word Transforming Lives. Are you ready to dive deeper into your walk with Christ? Do you desire to learn His Word with a greater understanding that applies to your daily living? Do you feel like you're in a vicious cycle of victory and defeat? My name is Amy, and friend, I was so frustrated with my faith walk for decades. No matter what I did, I could not escape the symptoms that trauma from my childhood left me with. Not only that, I didn't seem to experience any victory that I read about in the Word of God. And even worse, I couldn't see it or experience it in my church life either. It all left me feeling even more confused and more empty. I knew Christ was the way and the truth and the life, and I knew His Word was the answer. So finally, one day, I got fed up with living in defeat. I became determined to find the Jesus of Scripture. I discovered true faith in Christ and had to unlearn much of what I had been taught. With God's Word and His Spirit, I have been free from anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and suicidal thoughts for almost 15 years. And I have learned a tool set to overcome my past trauma and losses. God's word has transformed my life. If you are ready for truth and transformation, then hop into the slow cooker with me and let's marinate together in God's word. Did you know I have a free sisterhood community of women just like you? Women who love Jesus when they love one another. They too are looking for that deeper walk with Christ and they love learning his word. If you pause right now and click the link below in the show notes, it'll take you right to the Facebook group. We look forward to getting to know you. Losing weight is hard. Being disciplined is hard. You know, having that self-control. I didn't feel like I had that self-control or that willpower to even get up and do this again. I had started to just think this is my life. This I'm getting older. I, I'm not going to be able to lose weight. It's just, it's just too hard. I have all the head knowledge. I know how to lose weight. I have done every diet. I have done all the things. I I just don't have the willpower to do it. I don't have the strength in me, Lord. I was honest. I didn't have it, but I knew I had to make a change. I knew that I had to make a change. And so I just finally just, um, I remember just, I know the Lord was nudging me. He was telling me, he'd been talking to me for a while about it. You know, he'd been really lovingly convicting me of the gluttony. He'd been convicting me of not taking care of my physical tent. He had been convicting me of not putting healthy, God-given foods into my body and that I, I was not a good example. I was not being a good representation of Jesus Christ. And, and though I was doing all these great things and I had, you know, and, and God knows I love him and I love his people. There was still this thorn in my life that needed to be dealt with. And so he was kind of putting some stuff in front of me there for like a short season. And I'd like, yeah, I hear you, Lord. I just, I don't have the strength. I don't have the energy that it's going to take the mental energy and the, and the the physical energy to do what it's going to take to lose weight. And to, and to do what I need to do. I'm just, I'm so busy. And then one of my, my mentors had, um, did a podcast on um, gluttony and I had, I had listened to it. I remember, I'll never forget it. I was listening to it and it was almost like I knew what he was going to say before he said it. It was like, oh my goodness. So he starts bringing in the scriptures about gluttony and he starts bringing in the fact that as a, as a body of Christ, that we're not representing the Lord the way we should be. And, you know, and I will put his, um, podcast in the show notes, because I do think it's a wonderful episode that we shall listen to. It's only 15 minutes long and he does a great job spelling out, um, the, the need for us to, um, you know, repent of our gluttony and, and whatnot. And then he, he started talking about intermittent fasting, which is something I was doing before COVID and I had had my weight down and felt good and, and had energy and, Then he started talking about, you know, the keto diet and carnivore and whatnot. And it was just things that I had already known about. And I'm not telling you to go do keto. So don't, don't shut this off yet because I'm going to kind of tell you the three things that I did do. So I listened to that. I knew I was like, okay, okay, father, I hear you. I was so convicted. It went from like this gentle nudge of the Holy spirit to get your life together. Let's do this thing. I'm not playing with you anymore. And it's like, okay, Lord, I don't want discipline. I don't want your discipline. Okay. Okay. I hear you. And so, um, I immediately went into, you know, we're going to do this mode, but I knew I couldn't go to the all or nothing routes, the diet routes and all those things, because I have a black and white personality, all or nothing. And when I fail, I'll just fail big you know, or when I go, I'll go, you know, all in, like I've got to do it perfectly. And then when I don't do it perfectly, I'll just go all out. And it's just not good for my, for just my personality. But what I did do is I just made, I said, okay, what can I do first? This was like a Saturday and I'm like, I'm going to start Monday. I'm just going to clean my house out. First, I'm going to get accountability. I immediately started an accountability uh, messenger group where and I just invited a couple of my couple of people that I knew wanted to uh, be accountable themselves and would hold me accountable. And I said, listen, this is what I'm doing. Starting Monday, I am going to um, start taking my health seriously. And I would like some accountability with this. And so I asked them, would you join me? Would you join me in in, in being accountable and, and letting me just put out here every day that what I'm doing, what I'm eating, what I'm, what I'm going through, you don't have to do it with me, but this is what I'm doing. And they graciously said, of course, we'll do that. We'll do that. We're happy to. So the first thing, get accountability. Find a couple people, even if it's one person that you know will hold you accountable, that they will check in on you. They will see how you're doing. Someone that you can just, you know, put it out there. This is what I'm doing. If you can find somebody who will do it with you, that's even better. I have a few people that are doing it with me. Um, and you know, we just kind of keep holding each other accountable because, you know, as time has gone on, you know, it, it gets harder. And so that was number one, accountability, getting some accountability around me, making a commitment to them, making a commitment to God, to myself, and to, to a few other people. Number two, I got put a plan together. I said, okay, what am I going to do? What is the plan here? Like where, what, what does my body need? Where, where do I feel like for me, what is going to be the best plan. I knew that um, sugar was an issue. It, I w- had become highly addicted to sugar, the dopamine releases um, and flour. You know, I was eating so much bread and pasta and so many sugary desserts. And so I thought, you know what I can do? I can give up sugar and I can give up flour, which is really just trying to give up gluten more than anything, just to kind of see, because I really want to bring my body um, into healing. I, it was not just about weight loss. I wanted to heal. I wanted to feel better. And so for me, I got rid of sugar and my, these were my, I had three commitments. One intermittent fasting every day. I have done a lot of research with intermittent fasting. I think it's a beautiful tool for weight loss and healing. And so I said, I'll intermittent fast every day. And then I'm going to no sugar and no flour slash gluten. So that kind of get rid of the pasta and it got rid of the sugar and the intermittent fasting helps make up for anything else. So, because I didn't want to go all or nothing. I didn't want to go keto. I didn't want to go, you know, crazy. I wanted to still be able to eat a potato if I want to eat rice and beans. If I, if I want to, or even have maybe some corn chips sometimes, or those kind of things I wanted to leave, space for behavioral changes and not just go crazy. Um, And again, this is for me. This is what I knew I had to do for me. So I got accountability, put a plan together. And I said, this is what I'm accountable to. This is all I'm giving you. I'm not calorie counting. I'm not exercising. I'm not, this is it. I'm going to do intermittent fasting. I'm going to cut out the sugar and I'm going to cut out the flour. It's all you're getting from me. And so that's what I did. And then the third thing that I had to do was I had to really look at why I'm overeating. What is going on that I'm continuing to use food as a source to dull pain, as a source to cope. And I had to go back to my grief recovery and the the tools that I learned in grief recovery. One of the things that we talk about in grief recovery is how when we're grieving or when we've had loss. When we've had trauma when we've had things that we have we in our lives which we've all had we will dull the pain with vices or what we call stirbs short-term energy release behaviors things that will give us a quick release to give us a little bit of energy to keep going and dull the pain well <clears throat> food is clearly one of those stirbs or one of those vices that we use Dr- drugs it can be that alcohol, sex, shopping, sleeping, spending too much time on your phone, you know, watching too much television. Um, You know, they're working, work, work, throwing yourself in work will definitely be something that causes uh, what will give you a short term energy release. Um, Gambling uh, will do that. So there's all kinds of stirs. So I needed to pull out my tool set, my tool that I had learned my action pack tool set and my grief recovery program and go, okay, we're using food for all the wrong reasons. What pain are you trying to dull? What are, what are you, what emotional, you know, thing are you trying not to feel? And so I had to do some, some, some emotional work there. And then I also journaled my whys. Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to get healthy? Why is this important to you? And so I started writing down why a, because I love God, I love Jesus and I'm putting something in front of him. I'm also not taking care of the body in which he's given me the temple so that I can continue to serve him longer. Hopefully if he keeps me on this earth and I don't, and I don't die of you know unnatural causes or unnatural reasons, then I want to live as long as he'll allow me to live so that I can earn more crowns to lay at his feet. I want to serve him. I want to be here and serve people and, 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 and disciple people and, and tell people about the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm here for a reason and I want to be able to, to have the energy and the longevity and the quality of life to be able to give all that I can to the Lord and his work. That is definitely one of my whys. I want to be there for my grandchildren. I want to um, experience being a grandma and in 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 those kind of things. So I, again, my whys. I want to be healthy and and strong. I don't want to be on medications and all of these things. And so definitely, you know, what are your whys? And they need to be important whys, you know, not just because I want to be in a size five gene or whatever it is. I I don't and I'm not saying that's one of my whys. You know, let it go deeper. Go deeper on your why so that when you're having a bad day or when you've messed up, you know, or whatever, and you want to get back on track, like, look at your why's, keep your why's in front of you and commit them to the Lord every day. So, you know, I had to get accountability, I had to get a plan and I had to, I had to do some emotional work. So I got, you know, I did some grief recovery work and I did, um, you know, my why's and some things like that, some journaling, looking up scriptures and just committing the plan to God. Now I'm going to be really honest with you. I did not even weigh myself on the day on day one, because I didn't believe I was actually going to accomplish it. I know that sounds crazy here. I did. I made this accountability group. I got a plan together. I, you know, said, okay, I'm going to be doing all this emotional work. But within myself, I was so overwhelmed by the thought of losing weight again, the thought of even trying to, to me, 45 pounds or whatever, 50 pounds, it seemed impossible. And that was really just to get me to a decent place. I still need to lose another 30 to 40 pounds. So I was just trying to get back to pre-COVID and just to be it somewhat, where I feel healthy and I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, presenting Christ better in my body. That was like 50 pounds that I needed to lose 45 to 50 pounds. And that just seemed overwhelming to me. I thought there is, I, there's no way I'm I'm going into menopause. I'm overwhelmed. I didn't even think it was going to happen. So I did not take measurements and I did not get on the scale that just goes to show you. But what I did do was I stayed consistent and I kept praying. I had grace with myself. My journey has not been perfect. I started on July 25th of 2022. By the end of January 2023, I would say I think it was like the mid January, I had lost 55 pounds. So I lost 55 pounds in 6 months. At my age crazy. That just goes to show you. My body was ready to shed some weight. It was so ready to get that weight off. It's, it, it worked with me, um, really quickly and was every day. Perfect. No, I was really strict with my commitments for the first several months. Um, I didn't even Christmas time. Like when Christmas came, I didn't eat cookies. I didn't eat anything. Um, there were a couple, I remember like a day here and a day there where I remember eating sugar, I think I had like a piece of bread one time, these kind of things. So there were some things within that where it wasn't perfect, but I was committed to the plan and I had accountability and I stuck with it and I had did the emotion. I did the emotional work. So I didn't need to dull, dull the pain because I was working through the pain. And so, um, that is super, you know, exciting to know that even when we mess up, when you have these things in place you know? And again, prayer, I prayed, I talked to God. I said, I can't do this. I need you. Holy spirit. I need you to give me the strength and the ability to help me do it this time and to stick with it and to not give up. Cause I thought I'll do it for maybe a week two at the most. And I'm going to be right back. I just felt that that's just because I just know, I knew myself, I knew I was still busy. And I just, like I said, I just, I was so overwhelmed, but you know what? one day turned into one week that turned into one month. And here I am, you know, and 55 pounds down. Uh, again, I do still have, you know, another 30 to 40 that I'd like to like to lose and just to put me in that healthy BMI range, but I'm not sweating it. Um, I am, you know, trying, I still stick to intermittent fasting, no matter what, every day, Um, I try to eat low carb to the best of my ability. Some days are better than others. I have still committed to just keeping sugar very much at bay um, and flour very much at bay, though it has entered in a little bit more than it was in the beginning. But I've also noticed that my weight loss has stopped. or stalled. It's maintained, but it has stalled. I did start walking in December. I started going to the mall and walking. I would do like 10,000 steps at the mall and then in end of January, end of February, I started strength training. So I went to my local gym and started strength training three days a week and nothing major, just getting on the machines and just starting out slow. But I've increased my weights and I've increased my, um, you know, cardio and, and these things three days a week. And so how do we eat an elephant? This is what I tell my my ladies all the time when things just seem so big and so overwhelming, I say, how do you eat an elephant? And they all know the answer. One bite at a time. One bite at a time. I can't look at the big elephant and go, oh my gosh, that's overwhelming. To look at the big elephant is very overwhelming. But can I eat just one bite? And then one more bite. And then one more bite. Can we do that? And eventually the elephant will be gone. You will have conquered the elephant. And so that's what I've done. Baby steps, small bites. The elephant is still there. I still have some but I've taken a lot of chunks out of that elephant. That elephant is not near as big as it was. It's really kind of small, actually. It's just gonna take more time and more discipline to get to the next goals or whatever, but I'm not sweating it because I'm doing the work with God. And we, every day I'm checking in, we're checking in with him on where I'm at with my wise, where I'm at with my weight loss, where I'm at with the gluttony. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking every thought captive and I'm holding myself accountable to the word of God. And this and the spirit of God has given me the, the power and the ability to overcome and to conquer. This may be something I deal with for the rest of my life. It may be one of those things that I struggle with. I battle in the mind with, um, I have good days and bad things, bad days, but I'm going to stay on course and I'm walking this out with the Holy spirit. It's part of my sanctification as he is conforming me into the image of Jesus Christ. And he's maturing me. And so we talk to you guys often about, we are an onion healing back layer by layer. And so I pray that this teaching blesses you. Um, if you want to, um, talk more about it or uh, anything, you know, feel free to contact me. You can go to our um, our sisterhood on Facebook. It'll be in the show notes, you know, come in, give us your testimony, maybe things you're, you've overcame or struggling with. We're here to pray with you, talk with you, uh, counsel with you. Um, if you want to learn more about gr- the grief recovery method, which is an amazing, amazing eight week uh, tool set course that I can take you through either one-on-one or group. Um, it is awesome. I, I cannot speak enough about the tool set that I've learned through the grief recovery method and how that has helped me overcome the trauma of my childhood, the losses that I have endured and the pain of, you know, the grief of losing people I loved and the pain of life. It's been a beautiful, um, walk. I am just so grateful for God's word, his spirit, and all the tools in which he has given me to be an overcomer. I just love you guys so much. If you wouldn't mind, please like and subscribe and share all the things because it helps so much to get the message out there. God bless you. family. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If it has blessed you in any way, would you give me 30 seconds and share it with a friend of yours? One more small little favor, if you would head over to whatever podcast source you're listening to this on and give me a five-star review. That would be so great. It helps get the episodes out there to other people who may be wanting to learn God's word. Again, Don't forget, guys, until next time, it is a crockpot faith, not a microwave. With God's word, discipleship, and patience, you too will be transformed for his good work. Grace and peace I leave with you until next time.